Hi, welcome to a Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. I'm Jennifer McDaniel, pro organizer, capsule wardrobe stylist, and functional home designer. As a mom of four, I realize how quickly things get out of control and how important it is to prioritize how your home functions and how it makes you feel. So if you're ready to find solutions to the stressors in your home and make room for the things that are really important, listen in and let's get started. Hey guys, so today I'm going to talk to you about what is decluttering? <laughs> it's so, so many people think that decluttering means you have to get rid of your stuff. And that's scary to a lot of people because they are very attached to their things. But decluttering isn't just getting rid of things. Um, and in fact, a lot of times you don't have to get rid of anything at all. You just have to put it where it needs to be in your house so that you're not cluttering up a space that it doesn't belong in. Clutter can be so many things, but it is anything that is blocking you from being able to do what needs to be done and live your life freely. Clutter can be toys in the kitchen. Well, they don't belong in the kitchen, so they're cluttering the kitchen, but they do have a place they can be in the house. They don't have to be gotten rid of. Um, Clutter can be shoes left in the living room or Um, craft stuff that didn't get put away. It's cluttering up your space now. It's not necessarily something that you don't need or that needs to, (laughs) to leave your home. It is just something that needs its own home and it needs to be put back there. Something that is in a place that it doesn't belong and shouldn't be and is making that space less desirable (laughs) because when we have a lot of things in a space that don't belong in the space that they're in, it feels stressful. It feels like it's stealing your peace. Um, when I come in the kitchen and I'm ready to cook and there's trash on the floor and toys on the, the floor or on the counter and there's a spill on the counter and somebody didn't put their dishes in the dishwasher when they came in and fixed a snack or something like that. They left their homework out all over the table and those things cluttered my kitchen and made me stressed and made me have to clean that up before I could even get started making the meal. And now we're going to be a little later eating dinner. And that's something that happens often when you have kids and other people living in your house. But it's not something that, like, this stuff doesn't need to be gotten rid of necessarily. It's just stuff that needs to be put where it belongs. To be organized back in the place, if you don't have a place that's organized and you don't have a place that's easy for people to put the things back where they go, it's going to become clutter in some other place. If you don't have a convenient spot for your kids to kick their shoes off when they come in the door, they're going to be all over in front of the door and in the hallway. (laughs) Every house I go to, that's what's going to happen. If you don't have a convenient spot to put the shoes They're going to get left by the closest seat or on the way to the closest seat, (laughs) depending on who's taking them off. My kids will just hold on to the wall right there in the entryway and start flinging their shoes instead of taking the next three steps, which they were headed that direction anyways, and just put them in the closet. And my husband will come in and he will put his stuff on the dining room table instead of 
putting it in the closet or turning right and putting it in his office. Like it's so easy to go the other way, but we had to put a doggy gate up in front of the office because the dog kept going in there and (laughs) making a mess. So we had to put a doggy gate up. So it's not easy to get to his office anymore. So it goes on the dining room table instead. Does he remember to take it up? Sometimes, but most of the time it gets left there for a day or two. So (laughs) unless I take it up, which I do often, but this is, it's not a big deal. It's an easy fix. Uh, Sometimes we just hang it up in the closet downstairs. Um, But these are things that can become clutter in your house. Other things that are clutter are broken things, things you no longer use. What is clutter and how is it affecting your life? Do you have a bunch of stuff you no longer use? Because most of the time when I go in a client's house and they're preparing to sell or they are decluttering or they just need their room to function better, there is at least one carload of stuff that they no longer use that's just been sitting in there. I'm not super convincing on what you need to get rid of those first, the first round of sessions. Like that's not something that I need to do for most people. I'm, I'm not going to pressure people into keeping things. I mean, into getting rid of things that they wanted to keep. I'm going to ask them why they want to, if they're, you know, if, it, if it's something that they haven't used and they don't have a plan on using it anytime soon, but they're having trouble letting go, I'll just ask them a couple of questions to help them think about it, but not pressure them into keeping it like or getting rid of it. That's not something that I would want someone to do to me, but I do want to know why I'm keeping something. And sometimes I'm just keeping it because I'm keeping it. Sometimes I'm just keeping it because I'm not quite ready to let go of that memory or that season of my life yet. But next round, I'll be fine getting rid of it. (laughs) If I question myself and I start thinking about why I'm keeping it, why do I want to keep it when it doesn't really fit in with my current lifestyle and I have no plan of using it anytime soon? Why am I keeping it? Am I attached to it? Do I just not want to go through the process of getting, you know, carrying it out of the house because it's inconvenient? Is it, do I have to fill that space when that one's gone? What is the feeling that I have to process in my head? Why is it something that I'm holding on to? I have, this is something that I see a lot of times with crafters. You guys are so crafty and you are so creative and you have so many wonderful, amazing ideas that you stop in the middle of some other idea and move on to the next one. And then it's been years since you've used that type of stuff, but you still have it. It's taking up a large portion of your home and you leave it. (laughs) Um, That's something I see with crafty people in a craft room or someone who does anything artistic, they will often have, I mean, even, even, um, electronic stuff that they've, you know, maybe they used to be a photographer and now they've moved on to a different business and they have all this stuff, all these cords and wires and equipment that stuff feels, it still falls into the category of an artistic person that would have moved on to a different thing and doesn't use those items anymore. Gaming systems that you no longer use. Those are cluttering up your space. 
take those to GameStop or something, <laughs> sell those, find a way to eliminate it. So you, maybe you can pay for your new items or something else that you've been wanting to have. If you sell some of those things, like that's what I want to encourage people. You're not using it. Why are you keeping it? And if you are keeping it, let's put it in the most convenient space for that type of item, the most convenient space for, or, or the most out of the way space. If it's not something that you're going to be using regularly so that the things that you do want to use on a regular basis are most convenient to your daily life. So if it's something crafty that you don't ever use and you don't plan on using it, let's put it on the way top shelf in the back corner or maybe on the way bottom shelf, way back behind other stuff. And then it's there, but it's not convenient to get to. And the other things that you do use are convenient to get to. It's not blocking the way. Let's contain it. Put it in a big container and store it if that's how you want to live with it. If you want it to stay at your home, put it in a container so it's not out in the way. Put all of that same category of stuff. If you're crafty and you use um, like different types of craft stuff, so maybe you do painting stuff, let's contain your painting stuff as much as possible so it's taking up uh, and it's easy to get to so that you have just two things that you have to pull out or maybe only four things that you have to pull out four buckets that you have to pull out when you're ready to do a painting project. And so all of your stuff is there and you can pull it out and you can easily get to everything you need. Then you can quickly put it away when you're finished. If you have to put 30 things away when you're finished with a project, there's a good chance you're going to leave stuff out because it's not easy to put it away. So that's something that I want to work with people about too. I want to help them to find the easiest way to contain it. Maybe you have a little, like a cleaning caddy or something that you can put your paints and your paintbrushes and maybe a jar of water or whatever it is that you need with your painting stuff so that it's a one thing instead of going and picking out all the different things that you need and then putting them all over the table, and then it takes a lot longer to clean up when you're picking up individual small items than instead of putting it in a little caddy so that you can carry the one thing. Or maybe just a clear box, like a tote box storage container that's a smaller size that will fit all those items in it as you need it. Put all your canvases or your um, whatever things that you're painting on. You can do a small, medium, and large size ones and you can either keep them in the same bucket or you can get separate containers depending on your amount, the amount of your supply, or maybe a stack of them is a better way to do it for the way that you use them. So think about what is going to be the most convenient way. Sometimes we store those, um, the canvases and that sort of thing, like books on a shelf, uh, so that they're easy to get without knocking the other ones over. When you're doing a shelf, if you have small items like books on them, get shelves that have a solid side so those things aren't falling off. I see so many times people buy shelves that have no solid sides and no back on them and things are falling off. They're not working properly. Those are more for a minimalist style home and not for the bookshelf to be fully packed with things. 
So if you have a lot of items, those solid backs and those solid sides really do help to keep it from feeling cluttered in your home. So think about that when you're buying furniture. Is it functional for your space? Is it functional for containing all of your items? If you're using those big storage containers, get some shelves that are a little bit adjustable so that you can fit everything you need to on the shelf. That's been a real struggle in the last few houses that I've been to is that they have furniture that doesn't work for what they're trying to use or their current season of life. Um, if you have a smaller room, those big bulky sofas and chairs take up a lot of space. If they have a big curved back or a big thick side arm or whatever, they are. look at how much space it's taking up. Maybe your room feels cluttered because your furniture pieces are too big for the space. Um, what would it feel like if you had an open leg uh, piece of furniture instead of that furniture that goes solid all the way to the ground? Would it feel more spacious? Most of the time, yes. Most of the time it will feel bigger if you have a lighter piece of furniture. If you have really bulky heavy dark furniture it's going to shrink the size of your space visually it will feel smaller with big bulky furniture in it lighter colors of furniture feel they don't impact the space in a heavy way the same as a dark color piece of furniture so those dark sofas make your space feel smaller the um the bulky pieces, so the bulky, thick, cushiony arms, those are going to take away instead of a more streamlined, sleek arm, like a straighter arm or just a smaller, more narrow arm on a chair will take up so much less space visually. And maybe you don't even need a chair at all. Maybe you just need more storage. So get a bench or a, a day bed or something that has storage underneath it. Um, that could be helpful for you. Think about what you need the space to function as. And oftentimes you can find replacement pieces of furniture for very inexpensive. It doesn't have to be tons of money spent on these items if you need to trade them out. Maybe you can sell the ones that you have or maybe you can get a tax write-off if you donate it or maybe you can just post it on um, a free Facebook group or next door or something and bless someone with those items and then find a replacement for it yourself. Um, the other thing is storage cabinets and storage shelves that they're cute. They look nice. The, the feel of them is nice, but when you open them or you look at the shelving and the amount of items they're able to hold, it's, it's not enough for the amount of space that they take up. Maybe they don't have enough shelves. Maybe the shelves are too deep. Maybe they're not deep enough, so nothing really fits. And you just have a lot of things and then a lot of room above those things on it. That's something that feels like clutter, and it does become clutter because now you can't fit things in the cabinet like you needed to or on the shelves like you needed to or in the drawers like you needed to. The other thing that really clutters up a space is when you change clothing sizes and you leave them all in the dresser and in the closet and you just add to it. Take that size out of your closet. Put it in a container. 
get rid of, sort through and see what you really want to keep of those items. And then get rid of that stuff that you can get rid of and move out of your everyday space the things that don't work for you right now. Putting things on top of those items just clutters up your space and makes you feel badly about yourself all day, every day. Every time you go in that space, you're like, oh, I can't believe I had to buy new clothes. I had to buy new clothes this year. I had no pants that fit me and I went up two sizes in pants so that I could sit down comfortably and work in my pants. <laughs> Even my leggings were too tight. Uh, I didn't really gain that much weight, but my size went up that much and I feel like I can't wear any. And one pair of jeans that was comfortable enough, but I do not like the way they look on me. That's it. Like one pair for all of my pants that I had. So I went to, I just went to the consignment store and bought myself some pants. Just tried on several sizes when I got home. I bought several I thought looked like they would work and all but one of them fit. And oh, I feel so much more comfortable. I even fell asleep in them and didn't feel miserable when I woke up. Like that's how comfortable they were. That's great. <laughs> I couldn't do that. And my other ones, I was so ready to unbutton those things as soon as I got home. <laughs> as soon as I got to my car, I was like snapping those buttons open. Quick, free me <laughs> from the pants. But I want you to think about what can you use? What's in your way for the things that you do use? Have you piled a bunch of stuff on your sofa that you don't even use anymore? Because it you know, is your room in you, you know, not functional because you have stuff in there that you don't use and that doesn't work for your family. If you have stuff like that and you're struggling to figure out what to do, pick one type of category that you can focus on. Maybe you can just get all the toys out of there or just all of the clothes out of that space. If that's something you can do to free up your living room or your kitchen or something like that. Pick one category that you can focus on. Maybe you, all you can do is think about getting the trash. Well, grab yourself a grocery bag or a trash bag and get moving and pick up trash. Or one of the things that I love doing, if you've already made a decision to get rid of something and you can look at it and say, I don't need that anymore. Get that out in your car, put it out, <laughs> go ahead and grab all of that stuff and get it out. You've already made the decision. Move the items out of the space. That instantly feels better in the space and you feel accomplished. If you've already made the decision, but you haven't acted on the decision, then every time you look at it, you still feel negative. It's a negative feeling when you look at it. You think negative thoughts every time you look at it. It's disappointing. It's frustrating. It feels like a waste of money and time. Whatever it is, we think these things and it feels badly. Um, oh goodness, guys, I just really want to help people with this stuff that they are holding on to that is feeling like it's cluttering their lives because I know how emotionally draining that is. It, you just feel like you don't have energy when you're living around clutter. It steals your energy. It steals your brain power. It makes clutter leads to depression. It, it really does. Like it, it, it affects your mental well-being so much. You have to be aware of these things. And that's why it's so important. It's so important to get the clutter out of your home. 
so that you can live the life that you were meant to live. You are not meant to live a life where you feel stuck in a mess. That is not from God. That is from the devil. He is tricking you to make you think that way. Um, if you have a bunch of stuff that's from a relative that got sent to your house, before you even bring it to your house, you need to have an idea of where you're going to put those items. And it cannot be all over your living room floor because you need to have peace, especially if this is from a relative that's past. You have emotional baggage that you're bringing with all of those items and you are going to have to be emotionally prepared to look through them. And it is hard to lose a loved one. It is hard. It is emotional. It is heavy. It impacts every part of your life for a season. And if you bring a whole bunch of clutter into your home, you can't escape it. You don't have a peaceful space. And you need that, especially if you've been dealing with grief and loss. So I ask you to please, before you take anything home from a loved one's home, please determine where you are going to put that item. Whatever it is, where are you going to put it? Are you really going to use it or are you just holding on to it because you're not ready to let it go? And then really think about it. Sleep on it if you have to. What do you need to do? Where can it go so that it can live its best life and keep you from not being able, you know, from don't let it prevent you from living your best life. All right. I hope this episode has been really helpful for some of you. If you have any specific questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to answer them. I would love to help you with this. And if you need, I can be a phone call away. We can do a virtual session and help you or I can coach you through this. If this is something that you need, let me help you over the phone. If you're too far away, I'm there. I love helping people. I want to help free you from this burden of clutter and help you to live the best life that you can. My phone number is 980-389-0399, or you can reach me at my website is jmorganizingspaces.com. J-M for Jennifer McDaniel, jmorganizingspaces.com. Then you can send me an email at the podcast. I always leave all this information at the bottom of the show notes. So if you scroll down on the episode, whatever platform you're playing it on, the show notes have all of the information at the bottom too, so you can reach out. Okay. Um, Come join me in the Facebook group if there's anything that you wanted to share in there some questions that you wanted to ask or anything that you wanted to have some help with, or maybe you're working on something and you're just stuck. Let me help. I would love to do that. If I can share that and you know, if you can share that in the Facebook group, I'll do that on there. I love doing that. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Know that I'm here for you. Know that I am praying for you each one and that I am so blessed that you are here listening to this episode and this supporting my show. And if you guys have a minute, please share the episode, share it, write a review. Um, those things help the show to reach more people. And it's, it just warms my heart. It blesses me so much to know that you're listening. I don't even know who you are, (laughs) who you are out there listening. I don't know anything about you guys. So come meet me in the Facebook group. Let's get to know each other in there. All right. I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great day and God bless. Bye. 
thanks for listening to this episode of the Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our podcast hotline for U.S. is 980-389-0399. You can share your tips and tricks, topic suggestions, ask questions, and let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?